Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled God Can Use Broken Pieces. Um, today is a, a different day. <laughs> it is labeled as 2 22 uh, We'll never see that again. <laughs> um, but it's amazing how so many different things are happening and transpiring um, on this day. Um, it's, it's, I don't know about you, but it's kind of felt a little different <laughs> uh, to me. But I can't really put it all into words of what it is and what the changes are and why it's so different to me. But I just know that it is. One, we haven't seen this um ever before and we'll never see it again so um however you want to celebrate whatever you believe in god for stepping out um on faith in a different uh area believing god for miracles signs and wonders today is actually the day to to really uh call those things forth so um it's a unique day. Um, it's really different. I'm going to be honest with you. It is so different. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and, um, and really, uh, I thought about this a lot today on what I should share. And if I could be honest with you, I'm not going to be long at all. Um, I'm tired. Uh, didn't sleep at all last night. And, um, I just tossed and turned. I'm talking about when I tell you I did not sleep, I literally did not sleep. And uh, I've had a busy day today. And I'm not trying to bore you <laughs> with my day, but I never want to come on here um, and not give all of myself to my assignment. And I do know that um, because this is my assignment, I can't just not do um, the things that God has called me to do because I'm tired. Uh, he'll, he'll give me strength, trust and believe, um, he'll give me strength. But I began to think about brokenness on today and how God uses the pieces of us that are, that are broken, the pieces of us that, um, that we may consider to be shattered. Um, there's a scripture in Jeremiah 17, uh, verse 14. It says, his light is a continuous reflection. His light shine in dark places. His light is a guide. His light is available to all of mankind. And um, it says, God, pick up the pieces. Put me back together again. Because you are my praise. You know, in that moment, I began to think um, of my relationship with God and how where we are now, God is not requiring that we present a polished life that um, that has no dents, that have no scratches or that has never been shattered or don't have shattered pieces. But the thing that he is requiring from us is, is honesty. He's requiring honesty from us, no matter how, um, 
we think the outcome will be or how we may perceive the situation to be. He actually longs for us to be in his will. And the awesome thing about God is that he can use what we present to him. See, only God can take our shattered pieces and use them for his glory. Only God can take our shattered pieces and make a masterpiece. When we trust God with every single part of us, he can then complete what he started on the inside of us. But the question is, can we trust him to be God enough to use the broken pieces from my past so that he can ultimately get the glory? My question to you is, who told you that God couldn't use you because you've been shattered? Who told you that God couldn't mend the pieces back together that are left behind? Who told you that he could not piece those things that you may be may consider to be missing? He can create from the things that you feel you lack. Who told you? Who told you this? (laughs) That's the kind of God that we serve. If we give him the opportunity to be God, he can come in and he can mend those places back together. And then we wouldn't have the need to try to fix ourselves together so that we can present a polished being to him. If I could be honest with you, even when we present the polished part of ourselves to him he still can see past the polish and allow the visibility of our brokenness to come forth that's why we don't have to come to him put together that's why we don't have to present to him a polished um, being He loves us in the state that we're in. And it took me a minute to to grasp that. I remember um, when I first got saved and I felt like if I messed up that he wouldn't love me quite the same. But somehow or another through my relationship with him and my encounters with him, he consistently reminds me that even with you being The way that you are, not a perfect person, I still choose to use you. I still want you. And that had to resonate in my heart and in my mind. That no matter what I may have faced, no matter the trials, the tribulations, the things I have endured, God still chooses to use me. He still wants to use me. He still feels that he can get the glory out of my life. He still see, um, um, he already have a plan for my life. There's a purpose for me being here. He still considers me. And the enemy tries so hard to make us forget that truth. All the enemy has our old tricks. So he used the things that hurt us the most. He used fear. He used insecurity, doubt, all of these different things, past hurts, uh, 
bad generational connections. He used all of those things so that God's ultimate ultimate purpose for our lives cannot be fulfilled. Or even in the midst of us fulfilling it, we're struggling through the process to it. <laughs> the enemy can easily fool us into thinking that God would rather use perfect people instead of the people who are struggling to walk in the alignment of his will. See, it's amazing how God can still shine through broken situations. It's amazing how God can still shine through broken glass. It's amazing how God can still shine through broken pieces. And I'm so glad that he, he chooses to use me. And I'm beyond grateful that he's choosing to use you. Because he still gets the glory from even our brokenness. And you may be shattered. You may be feeling frustrated. You may be feeling like, how in the world am I going to do what needs to be done when God is saying, I can still use you. But the enemy, he not only uses those things that 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 we currently deal with and face in our current situations, but he also used generational curses. See, generational curses are prevalent in the lives of so many people today. Like we don't realize the power behind what and who we're connected to. So the lack of honesty is hurting so many families. And trust is keeping from exposing truth. Is it safe to continue putting things under the rug on the count of no one finding out? Yet when you really think about the concept of a rug, rugs cover and trap issues. Rugs cover and trap insecurities. Rugs cover and trap hurt. Rugs cover and trap dirt. See, to dig deep into your family history, can, it can be scary. And I know that it's a, it's a lot to ask of you. But it's the questions that we are afraid to ask and don't ask that keep us bound. And see, to be bound is to be confined to one place. In other words, we stay in the same place with no capacity to grow. So why are you depressed about this? Why are you depressed about that? Why do you go through what your grandparents and your parents have gone through? Why is there a circle back to certain issues? Why are some things um, about your life parallel to that of other family members? Why is there a cycle of things happening? This is the way Big Mama did it or this is the way Muddia did it or this is the way Momo did it. You can't. You, you, you can't allow generational curses to keep you bound. You can try so hard to not be like what you've seen. But if you don't cast those things down and you don't be honest with yourself, you can easily become what you've seen. And I just came today to encourage you. That God can come in and he can mend the broken places. And he can destroy generational curses.
I want you to take a breather. Because that's a lot of information to take in. See, Jesus died on the cross for that, too. He didn't just die for the visible sins. Uh uh-uh, No, he also died for the sins connected to our bloodline. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoings. For it is written in scripture, curses everyone who is hung on a tree. Galatians 3 and 13. This scripture here, it serves as a reminder that the curse has already been broken. The enemy is just basically using what is familiar to you to keep you bound. So I declare and I decree in the name of Jesus. That everybody that is listening under the sound of my voice, every connection that you have that is not of God, I pray that God would do the disconnecting. I come against every generational curse and I cut it and I curse it at the root and I send it back into the out of darkness where it belongs. I come against uh, uh, sickness and diseases that are generational that are affecting our bodies. I come against strongholds that are causing us to miss a move of God. I come against the the voice of the enemy that is telling you that you are not good enough, that God can't use you the way that you are. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I come against it and I replace it with God's peace. I replace it with God's word. I replace it with wholeness in the name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, that God's God's breath would be breathed on the inside of you. That you would no longer look at your life the same way that you once have. That you will see that there is purpose on the inside of you. That you can see that God can still use you even if you're broken. I come against every attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I come against it and I arrest it right now in the name of Jesus. God brings structure to their lives, God. Bring alignment to your will, God. So that we may be able to be the men and the women that you've called and created us to be before the foundation of this world. God, I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of the people who are listening to the podcast on the day. I come against depression in the name of Jesus. I come against stress in the name of Jesus. I come against sleepless nights in the name of Jesus. I cut it at the root. I cut it all at the root. Devil, I come to serve you notice that you will not. You will not hinder God's people any longer. I come against it in the name of Jesus. Bring structure, God. Bring structure, bring order to the lives of your people. And God, we will forever give your name praise and glory. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. God can use you broken. You don't have to try to get yourself together. 
or get right before you come to him. He will take you and accept you just the way that you are. Because he knows how to mold you into what he wants you to become. I pray God's strength over your life. I pray that you'll step out on faith. That you will not allow fear to intervene your assignment. You are needed. If you are breathing, if you are listening, if you are doing anything remotely that will cause your eyes to go back and forth. If you if you have a life. That means that God still have purpose on the inside of you. And there is something within your hands that he has assigned you to do. Move forward in it. Don't stop because of fear. Do it afraid. Do it anyway. Because there are people that are waiting on the things that you are afraid to do. There are people that are waiting on the things that, that, that you feel unqualified to do. There are people who are attached to your yes. And until you commit to your yes, how many people are going to go lacking because you are afraid? I promise you, I understand it. I get it. There now I'm doing things and, and, and heading into areas that I have never been in before. And I need God for every single thing that I'm doing. I cannot make it without him and neither can you. So could it be that the reason that you're frustrated is because you're trying to go in your own street instead of allowing God's strength to be made manifested through you to be able to properly operate in the area that he's called you into. Do it afraid. God can use every piece of who you are. He can use the brokenness. He can use it and he can get the glory. A lot of times what we go through is a testament to help somebody else who may be suicidal and who may feel like they can't come out. But to see you come out on the other side of it is a testament that if he did it for you, he can do it for me. Come on. Let's do this. God can use you. He's using who who is available my question is, are you available for him? Can he use you the way that you are? Can you just give it all over to him? Can you just lift your hands and just say, God, I just. I give it all to you. Every part of me, the part of me that I love and the part of me that I don't agree with, the part of me that I feel like I need to change. I give that all over to you. And he can decipher between what is what, what you feel is good and what you feel as to be discarded. God can use everything. Because at the end of the day, he's going to get the glory. But it only works when you go in the strength of the Lord. And not of that, that of your own. I came just to encourage you. And I said I wasn't going to be long, but I just felt the need to push you a little bit further. To let you know that you are needed in the kingdom. So what somebody else is doing, what God has called you to do. Your signature is totally different. If you if, if, if I write my name and then I gave you the same spelling to write my name, it's going to be the same name, but it's going to be different writings. Why? Because we are two different people. Who was created to do the same thing. 
But yet we there's a there's a viewing that is different. <laughs> if you if you put my name in cursive and you put it in print, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's the same name, but it's different. What am I saying to you? I'm saying that God can use you. He can use you just the way that you are. Broken and all. God can use you. <laughs>